This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're coming to you from New Griffith Park. The final whistle's just gone. New Griffith Park and a late gutter for the Bees as Brighton scored a goal in the dying embers of this game to be 1-0 winners. Go away with all three points. Very, very disappointing. Whether or not we should have got all three points, well, that's a question I'm going to ask to my chum right here. Do you think that we maybe threw a point, threw away three points here? definitely threw away a point Billy you've got to go to the end haven't you we, you've got to take your chances you know they proved that you've got too many good players in this division to give chances away and not take your own you know probably should have closed them down quicker for the goal for sure but we should have been two or three clear by then uh, and there's a lesson that we've got to start scoring our goals overall we played well we matched them you know if there's a team that have won three out of four um, you know there's hope for us but that's a point at least drop possibly three disappointing Disappointing result at the end of the day. I mean, was that a point you wrote in full? Because, I mean, I thought that we created enough chances there to have got all three. Uh, we did. We missed four chances, clear chances, and you can't afford to do that in the Premier League. Um, sorry, Brian. Uh, I thought that we were playing for a nil-nil for about the 75th minute, which slightly disappointed me. I mean, despite the Jensen substitution, uh, I'm not certain we showed enough attacking intent in those last 15 minutes, and we got caught on it. If you don't take your breaks in this, if you don't take your chances in this league, you ain't going to get the breaks. And uh, no, that was a disappointing result for us today. Listen, I mean, it's still very early in the season. <laughs> we can't say we're unbeaten anymore. Um, do you think that we were a little bit unlucky today? Do you think we were a little bit naive? Do you think we just didn't get the rubber of green? I think we created a lot of chances in the first half. Uh, most of them came to Buemo. Uh, I mean, you know, there's only really one shot um, on target, I think, from us. Uh, you know, we, we kept them at bay. We kept them at bay for a long, long period to that, that half. Um, in the second half, we kind of backed off a little bit with 15 to go. And I think they just had their tails up. And uh, they're just a little bit more, just a little bit more, uh, I don't know, sort of class in front of goal, I think. They've got a few players they can score. We know about Mope. Trossa took his goal very well. They got some good, good forward players. I think we just uh, we just lack very slightly. Another time that will be a draw. Another time it will be a draw. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Do you, in all the games that we played so far, we talked about 
Murphy's. We've talked about the Reds. You Reds, as you can hear, you Reds. The players are coming over. Big round of applause for the fans here. Listen, we might have dropped three points today, might have won today, but still, the support is here. We're in the West End here. Everyone's standing, everyone's clapping. And that's what you like to see. I'm just wondering, do you think, in all the games that we've played, in the last 15 minutes, we've kind of run out of steam a little bit. We've managed to hang in in there. And do you think that this is the one game that it basically just might have just, just not gone for us? I think that's exactly what happened. You could see them running out of steam, especially the attacking players. We, we just This is such hard work for us in this division. We've been playing amazing, but it's obviously been such, such hard work. And I think they have just run out of that steam. I think maybe tactically we're a little bit negative towards the end and we settled for the draw, which I could totally understand. But I think this is really a lesson for us in the Premier League that is you can't have 15 chances and not score one because they're going to get one against you and it's been it's been a great match to watch and they've done really really well but I think it's a lesson it's a, it's a lesson it's a lesson I mean we said lesson learnt I mean you were at the Villa a couple of weeks ago yep. as well and you know we got a draw out of there we you know if, if Henry could have taken this chance we could have won that one today but today I think if we were ahead 2-0 at half time this is a different game altogether and we could have been couldn't we I think we could have been 2-0 up at half time definitely we're in the driving seat I thought I thought they'd given up uh, halfway through the second half Brighton it didn't look like they wanted to win apart from Trossard was their only player creating that one single chance other than that Brentford's tackling was amazing but he just cut across the box we dropped after about 75 minutes they're just the energy levels dropped I think we made the substitutions but somehow the energy still didn't seem to get up back to where it was, especially after Baptiste went off, I thought. I thought Baptiste did a great job. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the thing is, you know, again, do you think we were, you know, is it a case that we're just unlucky? Because, I mean, we did have chances. And do you think it's unlucky? Or do you still think we just don't have our shooting boots on? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a fine line between unlucky and not having your shooting boots on. I'm going to put it down to uh, unlucky. Another... One more unlucky. After that, it's shooting boots. <laughs> one chance, one goal. And listen, this is not taking it. This is not disrespecting Brighton as well, because at the end of the day, I think you know you you said it on the podcast earlier. You said to you, you need to take your chances, and I think this kind of uh, it, it, well, it showed what needed to be done. Brighton, they were kept at bay for most of the game, but when they got that Trossard got that that chance at the end. Again, it's kind of like, you know, uh, Aston Villa as well with um, Buendia. When he got that chance, he turned around and he took it away from him, put it in the back of the net. It was quite similar in style. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I think it's just one of those games. It's an, I know I keep going on, it's a lesson in taking your chances. I think if Brian had put away one of those in the first half, that game was ours for the taking. Um, I, th- I don't think the referee helped it. I think the referee, a little bit of, um, you know, antics from Brighton, shall we say, made it. There was no real flow to the game. I think we found it difficult to keep going. And I think there's one one thing that struck me. I don't think Norgard was at his best today. I always think when Norgard plays well, Brentford played well. We just weren't quite there today. Just weren't we're close, but not, not at our best today. Look, it's very early in the season. We've got a few typical games now. So this is the time that we're going to need to keep our heads up high. I mean, it was good to see the fans supporting yeah. the, the players at the very end. You know, showing that we, you know, we appreciated what they did, and you know, to be fair, I think that they they realised that we were probably a little bit unlucky today. Yeah. The fear that we've had, and we've been talking about this a little bit, is that you know, if we go for one, two, three games without getting the result that we wanted to, we don't need, or the team doesn't need the negativity. No, I don't. I don't think, to be fair, there will be that much negativity. I don't think there is any real negativity about this. 
people like the players were disappointed because, you know, we felt that we, we could have won that game. But, you know, it's like any season, you're going to get games that you feel you should have won and you don't win them. You know, you think a couple of years ago, Birmingham beating us 1-0, it's, you know, and this game was more even than that. But it's, it's going to happen. You just take it on the chin, move on to the next game. I think I actually think, you know, next home game, Liverpool, I actually think we'll do well against Liverpool. And um, I think we'll, we'll do well up at Wolves. It's just, you just got to keep... Keep on going. There'll be some bad results. There may well be a bad run of results, but you know we just got to, players. Are getting, team got to keep going, and we just got to stay behind the team. And I, I think we'll be fine. So listen, we're outside the stadium here as well. Disappointing result in the end. Do you think that we deserve to go away with nothing? No, not at all. I thought we had some really good chances. Uh, I thought we had four four good chances, and it's just a bit disappointing that that you know they didn't look that great to me, and then they just like. It was a good goal that they scored, but really, I think we'll be very disappointed. And I think it just goes to show that in this league, you've got to really take your chances. I mean, we didn't take our chances. Still very early days, though. You know, if you're looking at it as an overall view, I mean, looking about how we're sort of going to, we've got to try and keep our heads above the water. Are you still confident that we'll be all right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think we've made a very good start. And to be honest, if you think about it, team, teams like Brighton are the ones we're going to have to really compete against. And I think, we, to be honest, I know we didn't get the three points, but I thought we were better than them today. So I do think we'll be, be fine in this league. Look, looking on the flip side of it, and I'm just, you know, I'm not putting a downer on it. Yeah. We actually haven't won for, for a month now, right, since the first game of the season. Right, hasn't that, hasn't that made you a little bit worried? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got to win, haven't you? <laughs> it's all about the winning. But I just think we're, we're finding our place, you know, and feeling, looking very comfortable. And I think, I think we'll all, all click into place. But I'm not, I'm not worried at all. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just thinking as well, I mean, today, any, I mean, we had a little switch up. We had Shandam Baptiste come in for Frank the Tank, who obviously had COVID over the international break. So they put him on the bench and Shandam Baptiste came in. Uh, how did you think that he, he fitted in today? That's his first start this season. Well, I, I thought he did quite well. I, 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 um, I didn't really have, you know, he didn't look, he didn't look overwhelmed by it. And like you say, it was his first start. Um, he's had a few health issues, and and I, I, to be honest, I think they all performed really well. I just thought, I think Brian needs to work on his finishing. That was, that, that was my takeaway from this game. Okay, Brian's finishing. So next week, Wolves, you're up again, and you're just you're confident. Is that right? I'm all, I'm very confident. I think I think overall the trajectory of the club and the team and the fans and everything is all upwards as far as I'm concerned. So I'm I'm very optimistic. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way for Brentford. That's right. <laughs> Got the Brighton fans in the house. There, all I say to you is that. Well, thanks for coming down to New Griffin Park, as we called it. A different um, setup now, different ground, different pubs, different everything. I mean, and I know you've got your 90th minute, minute, minute so your, your day's been completed, isn't it? 100%, mate, 100%. Awful performance, really. Not a great game by any standards. You probably had the better chances in the game. We weren't really in the game at all. First 10-15, we were okay. After that, pretty poor, to be fair. And then I think, it, I wouldn't say it was a smash and grab, but I'll say it was just a, a nick at the end. A nick at the end, really, that was it. Okay, I mean, Brentford today, I mean, it's interesting because you got, you know, you guys, you were... I thought you played okay. So you were with us 
in the championship and you were there for years. Listen, we've played you so many times all over the place. Brentford, Brighton, Brighton, Brentford, with Dean, you know, in the old stadium down in down in Hove. We've played each other each other, but you've just went on and left us and you've been in this league now for four years. We're still newbies in this league. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what, what you see today? I know we didn't get the three points, but what's your thoughts? I, th- I think I think it'd be fine. I think it'd be fine. You you try to play. You try to play. You don't look like you can see a lot of goals. You've got a good solid side. You've got Tony. Tony's decent. Tony's a decent player. You'll score goals. You'll be okay. I mean, you look at the first game with Arsenal. You comfortable. Com- I say a comfortable two 0 win. I mean, I know Arsenal were poor, but. I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be a fine. And what I'll say for Brighton as well today, and, and, and again, forgive me if I've got the names, but the two players that stuck out for me are your number eight, who I thought was tremendous, okay? Asuma. He was a tremendous player. He was box to box. He was everywhere. He was mopping up. He was trying to you know, break down the attacks. He was actually getting up the front there. And he was the one that's causing us problems just in the fact that he was just always there. And your number 11, who scored as well, which is uh, Trossard as well, who is the one that you could always see. You saw his touch. He was his movement. But we, but the thing is that we kind of contained it to a certain extent. It was just annoying because it's all, I don't know whether or not we ran out of steam. When we seemed to at the end of the game. It's just a moment. The thing is for me, it's a, it's a moment in the game. You get a moment where a player can have that slight thing in the in the game where you have a moment where you can half a yard, that's it. That can make a massive difference in the game. Half a yard, go bang, that's it. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm asking you. I mean, you, you, like I said, you guys, you've and, and you guys, your team, you have been in this league for a while. Um, what do you reckon? I mean, you, obviously, you're looking for survival this season. Um, you know, because everyone's looking for survival because yeah, these yeah. leagues are really weird leagues. Love it. You are in the top yeah. six. Or nice, you're trying to survive. It'll, it'll be nicer once to actually win some games and halfway through the season, be at a point where we're like, right, we can not, relax. relax. We're not. Yeah, we can relax yeah. and actually go out and play football and not worry about what this team's doing, what that team's doing, blah blah. Like. For the season we've been in the Prem, it's always been that case where we're looking over our shoulder all the time. We think to ourselves, right, this game is winnable and we don't do it. This game's winnable, we don't do it. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's two, there's two months left and we're going, fuck, we're, we're right amongst it. But this season, hopefully, you know, it will be a case where we're like, fucking hell, we've actually done it. You know, push, push for top half. Yes, we didn't sign a striker, we didn't do it, but... The way the team play and our defence are fucking amazing. Hopefully, hopefully this year will be the year where we actually push on to what Tony Bloom wants us to be. Disappointing, disappointing result at the end of the day. I mean, I know you're saying there's going to be lots of days like this. Do you, do you honestly think so? I think we have to learn that we're not going to win every game. And uh, nobody really played well today. There was no Jan out on his best or Tony. I just think at the end of the day, we ran out of puff. I mean, we ran out of puff, but we were still very much in the game. And I was looking at that game and I was thinking, are we going to be sort of kind of like sort of kind of chiseling our way with one point every week, you know, to try and keep ourselves in this division? But the fact is that I I didn't think that we were that much under pressure. I thought we were defending very well. I thought that Brighton had run out of ideas. I thought that Brighton actually at one stage had given up and just just didn't bother. But, you know, to to be fair to Trossard, as well, and he was the one player for them. There's two players, the Trossard and also their new signing that they got, the number eight in midfield, who was the box-to-box, who was properly lively. OK, those are the two players that really stuck out for me for Brighton, yeah, who I yeah, thought I were both, there, both giving us problems. 
as such, but I thought we were dealing with it quite well. So that was a bit of an extra blow, the fact that he managed to get that shot in and score in the end. Yeah, Baptiste, I think, did played well, really well, coming in for, for Frank the Tank. Yeah. I think he played, played a good game. Yeah, well, yeah. I, he stood out for me as being probably the best that we had, but I, we just didn't have a... There was nobody with a big spark today. But yeah, I agree with you. Three points on uh, next week at uh, Molyneux. We'll all be laughing. We'll be laughing again. Okay. <laughs> so listen, I mean, I'm just going to say to you, I mean, obviously, I mean, you, you, you've picked out a couple of players there for the Bees. You talked about Brighton. I mean, the thing is that, you know, where do you think that, you know, Brighton might sit where it, in comparison to other teams that we're playing? Because we've, we haven't had a massive idea, but we've seen Palace, we've seen, we've seen you know, we've, we've seen the, the Villa, we've seen the Arsenals. And where do you think that they sit? Because they're, they're the only one that's got a win so far. Yeah, and I think, well, if you look at them, they're currently third. I know all the games haven't been played, but... Yeah, probably the best we've seen so far. So we nearly did it. I felt like a nearly man today. We're the nearly men, aren't we? <laughs> we are indeed. But all the point, most important, Norwich didn't win. Watford didn't win. So there you go. Still, still, We're still in it. Glass half full. Always. Yeah, always, Billy. Always. Right. Okay, safe, safe journey back, yeah? All right, and you, Jess. Yes, we are going to do so this. So you're talking about blowing. Blowing. I mean, I see you blowing there, but you were talking about the players blowing now, weren't you? I just, you know, we've got... Uh, Marcus Ford is a very different player from Ivan Tony. There's a bit more maybe energy and direct running, a, bit, a little bit like uh, Ollie Watkins. And I just... I think he should have maybe made that change with 15, 20 minutes ago and give Fawz a run out. We need some competition for Ivan Tony. As, as much as he's a great player, he works hard. He, he, there was one point where he was, he was on the wing. We need him in the middle. So, but, but hey, you know... I mean, are you? It's interesting because we're talking about that now, and you've gone straight in and you talked about our attacking options. Are you a bit? Are you a bit nervous the fact that you know Ivan Tony's only scored one goal this season? No, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not. But I, I just I, we, he needs a little bit of competition. I think the back four were, were excellent. Back four, back five. I thought they were so solid. I thought the midfield is is good. It's great to see Onyeka come on, and he and he gives us that little bit of bite. Uh, I don't understand why. Um, uh, Canos was taken off for, for Rosleff. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm sure there's a reason. I just think we're a little bit weak up front. When Ivan isn't on it, then we need to we need to have an alternative. And I just we need to see what Ford is about. I'm really disappointed that Devasoglu went. That we've never seen. You know, we paid a lot of money for him, and we've never really seen him. And everything that we we you know that you guys see and hear, he's a good player. Why wouldn't we have kept him? So, so I'm going to ask you the question as well. I'm going to be devil's advocate because, you know, we uh, we actually missed a lot of chances today. Yeah, we did. And would you be saying the same thing if we had at least taken one of those chances, which technically we probably should have done? You know what? It, probably not. You, you're absolutely right. I, I wouldn't. But but we didn't take those chances. And they've, they've and then we need to change the game. We need to change what's going on. And, and you know, you look on the bench and you think, well, give, give, the, give the young fours a go. You know, give them a go. But, but you're right, Bumo, first half, there were two in quick succession and one just before half-time. And at this level, you've really got to take them. But, you know what? We'll be all right. And you thought that this game would actually, would actually be good for us, for us losing against you, is that you said? Yeah, I'm thinking something like this, obviously, the result, which we're happy about, but in the end, we, we all said, if we'd come away, it'd be nil-nil, we, we would all be happy with that. We've nicked it, but I think something like that for you coming up in this first season in Prem, something like that you you will learn from because we've we've had this, we've 
We've had these games that we've dominate, dominated, dominated all, all the game and then got beat late on or haven't done what we should have done. But we've had that. And I think that for you today will be a big, big learning curve. And you, that's why I think you, you'll be fine this season. You will stay where you are. You've got a lot of quality. And yeah. I think that will be a big thing for you. That's best thing today. Best thing I've seen about Brentford the last like four games is they're brave. They're going to press teams and they're going to attack. And they're going to put the opposition players under a lot of pressure. I think with a manager like Frankel delivering that kind of mentality and that concept with their team and making sure that they stick with that all through the season, you're going to win a lot of points from that and the fact that we saw it in our first season with Chris Hewton where we were happy to sit back and try and get like take a draw or try and nick a win on the break and we never did it away games we never won any away games so I'm looking at Brentford I'm happy they've got a manager who's going to be brave and try and do that whether it's home or away they're going to try and win a game and today what I saw from Brentford and what I saw on the telly against Arsenal is they've got a very, they've got a passionate team, they're brave and they've got a lot of quality in their team and they're going to go out and they're going to press teams and they're going to make mistakes from that team and hopefully they've got the quality to capitalise on it. And, and, as, and as for Brighton, I mean obviously your season you want to do as well as possible, what are your thoughts on Brighton for this season? So we're always hope, happy we're going to stay up and we've got nine points now closer to our 36 points of staying up so the club's aim is always to try and hit the top 10 and I still think we're going to fall short of that purely because we, we need a top class striker to come in and get us 20 goals but I think with Graham Potter we've got a manager there who's tactically at the top of the tree he's very very good as a tactical manager so I think at times we, we're probably going to struggle against the better teams, but our hope is always that we can get enough points against teams in the bottom half of the table that are going to keep us up. So, yeah, I think this season we're going to be all right. The last three or four seasons, we've always been worried. As long as we beat Crystal Palace twice this season, I think that's going to be our aim. I don't care about who else we beat. I think we need to show that we're the better team in this uh, southern region of, of, of our country. And then finally we're going to beat Crystal Palace and uh, take them over as, as to what we are. Safe, safe journey, safe journey back, lads. Thank you. Thank you for interviewing us. Yeah, it's great. So, I mean, you, we're at the bar here and people sometimes commiserate at the bar. And, uh, and you, you look like you're in commiseration mode, are you? Not really. We play brilliant football, but I don't think Canos should have gone off. I liked him because he could do a bit of magic any time. And I thought, the changes Thomas Frank made were okay, but I still think, I think we should have kept the way we were going. Because I think we, we so many chances, Brian missed so many chances, and I hope he doesn't keep his, keeps his head up high, because he walked off with his head down. But I think Brian was amazing tonight. And only for the fact that he, he missed a couple of chances. Tony should have squared the ball for me. 
and vodka and ice. Sorry, right, and just, and sorry there's drink, drink distribution going on. It's the, the important thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. But do you know what? I'm still proud of them. Still proud of them. Look, we're Premiership. And they didn't look that great. They weren't, they weren't that much better than us. In all fairness, I don't think so. So, I mean... What, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, you talked about missed chances. Is there anything that you think that we need to change up no, just to be better? No, not at all. Not at all. Listen, they all put their heart and souls on the, t- on the line there. Even with a Jensen, come on. I don't think he's fully fit. But he still worked hard. He still worked hard, but I don't think he should have been on. So you're, uh, you're, you're still confident for, uh, well, for the future? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Listen... We can hold it with the big boys, definitely, any time. I'm looking forward to Liverpool. I think we all are. I'm looking forward to Liverpool, I seriously am. I think, look, bring on Ronaldo, the rest of them. I think we could handle them. I think Frank should come on. You bees. Yeah, thank you. No, I'll you, dis- you, you, you despondent after that, or are you, are you feeling all right? I'm feeling okay. Look, we haven't had this feeling for a long time, you know, a game that we've actually been to and, you know, Brentford have lost. So I'm being a little bit um, philosophical about it, shall we say. And uh, a, a pint after the game and a chat with my mates has kind of helped, you know, clear the air a little bit. Look, we were unlucky. I thought we were very strong defensively um, up to about, you know, 80th, even the 90th minute. And it was just one chance. And, you know, I was down the other end. I didn't see, you know, the movement in the box that kind of created the chance. But I gathered that, you know, our, our defence may have tired by then. And, you know, a certain player may have, you know, got sold for, for a good finish from, uh, from Trossard, to be fair, who is a quality player, you know, playing for Belgium. So... I'm not too despondent. I'm looking at it as hopefully some lessons learned from Brentford in terms of game management, in terms of style, in terms of easy to say, but, you know, being clinical and taking the chances. I'm sure it's been said already um, when those chances present themselves. I'm sure in the XG we were flying today, but ultimately it's about putting the ball in the onion bag, isn't it? I'll just quite, if, if you were Thomas Frank and you were looking back at that and you could play that game again, is there anything that you would change? I think that I probably would have thought about who I brought on in midfield and I'm probably thinking about Jensen I maybe have gone with Wieser and gone a little bit more kind of you know direct uh, try to break the lines a little bit at Brighton because when we got at them we, we seem to hurt them we seem to create chances with runners um, in behind uh, as in Bumo you know was, was proven so yeah I might have just freshened it up kind of in, in the attacking sense I know that that's Jensen's role but we needed runners today because Tony and, and uh, Boomer did put a shift in and they were absolutely knackered by the end of it. So, yeah, maybe I'd have, I'd have changed one of the subs. Listen, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a 38-game season now, I think it is. I think it's 38 games, I'm not quite sure. And then, and we're sort of probably about a quarter way through after not playing very many games, are we? No, that's not true. But we're, uh, we're four games in now. Um, are you still feeling as happy and not confident as we were before? Because as we did on the pre-match podcast, I said that this game was a must-win game. I'm trying to be a little bit sort of overdramatic, but what I was just, in effect what I was saying is that you know this game against Brighton, more to the point, is the game which is, and this is no disrespect to Brighton, is a game that at home we're more likely to win. You know, then we are, if we're going to play Man City or Liverpool or Everton. So I kind of put it down as a must-win game because if this game was at the back end of the season and we had three points to actually stay up, we'd play Brighton and we'd say that's a must-win game. So I don't think why, if you play them at the beginning of the season, you can't actually put them in that same category. That's what I'm saying. But your view now, we've got no, no, zero points out of that game. 
Yeah, disappointed we've lost our unbeaten record. I, I, I think I don't think we deserved to lose that today. I think we created enough to have taken one of them. Um, you know, Brighton are no mugs. They've been in this division and they survived in this division for five years. You don't do that by having nothing about you. Um, two very, very similar teams today. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think we'll get a more even game in, in terms of the way we both play, both playing it out from the back, both taking massive chances by the looks of it from, uh, from the stands. Um, you know, we had a high-tempo press in the first half and we were, we were catching them out and we caused them a lot of problems. So the, on the plus side, we've taken uh, a, a, you know, a, a, decent, a decent premiership team to the end and we've, we've pushed them very, very, very hard. Uh, we should have got at least a point out of that, I'd say. So yeah, I am disappointed we lost because you know, it, it's a game that I think we deserved to get a lot, a lot more out of, I'd say. So um, I'm not going to be down in the dumps, though. You know, as Darren just said, it's the first defeat we've kind of sniffed for a long, long time. But uh, we've got some real toughies ahead of us now. Going to Wolves um, after they're beating Watford today, that's going to be hard. But we've just got to stay organised. I thought the, the, the biggest plus points today, our defence looked solid for most of that. Um, Tony won everything in the air without really getting a chance. Uh, we, 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 need to, we need to create a couple of chances for Ivan Tony, I, I'd say. Um, and, um, uh, or, or, or we need a referee to give us a pen. It, um, you know, I, I, I don't agree with you about it being must-win, but you know, it's a game. It's a game we should have got something out of. Okay. All right. Okay. Just, I think he's just mincing the same words, really. <laughs> but this is beside Pride of West London podcast. We are here. We've lost to Brighton, but it doesn't matter because we've got another game coming up in seven days' time. We're going to Molyneux for the early kickoff. It's on TV. It's a must win. Well, again, it's an away game, so it's not a must win in my book. If you can get a point there, I'll be very happy. But we go to Molyneux, twelve thirty kickoff. It's on Sky TV. So if you can't travel down with us, we'll be there. But if you can't travel down, then you should check it on the box. We will have a podcast straight after the game. We've got our weekend review tomorrow on Sunday as we do and we're going to be putting it up probably on Sunday evening as well so check that out we'll be reviewing this game and doing our weekend review on prideofwest.london thanks for us for supporting us on Kofi Pride besotted.com forward slash beer but anyway listen really appreciate you all listening don't forget to subscribe my name's Billy Grant I'm here I'm going to go inside the bar and I'm going to and I'm going to and I'm going to come on Ubis come on Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.